The 12 Days of Restless, Day 1. Maybe leave this one up. <laughs> oh man, that that was brutal. So we've been having a great time here at the Restless Holiday we've Party. Been, I would say a good, solid, like, what, 20 minutes of 20 conversation? Minutes. Really, really solid conversation. Oh. Really funny. Yep. Really oh. enjoyable. Probably the best material <laughs> that we've ever done. And because we're using my computer, we lost it forever. <laughs> it and is gone, and we do not have it now. It's never coming back, but I don't even, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I'm so, I was enjoying our conversation <laughs> so greatly. Okay, well, let's let's strap in again. Oh, it was so good. Oh, oh man, let's go back to uh, David French, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I don't even know how to do this. All right, here we go. So here on the Restless Podcast, Pastor Michael, it's it's been a great more than a year of podcasting because we have never said David French's pod name on our podcast that's true we have not up until 20 minutes ago and now again right now (laughs) now right now and so um today we are uh bringing to you some bonus content brought to you by the deacon of god the book that restless has just put out which you can pick up which is a collection of the reformed and presbyterian creeds specifically on civil government because we think that there is kind of a need to like start addressing these things from a more foundational basis than how they are being done now. Yeah, we got the idea for this while we were doing some uh, podcasts earlier in the year. We maybe even mentioned that we were working on it. It's taken a little while, uh, but it is out now. Um, this is It's a compilation of these things, specifically what different confessions have to say about the civil magistrate. And then uh, we also edited together a bunch of of questions that can be used just for discussion um, or even just for your own uh, kind of thought and practice as you work through it. Uh, so we, th- we hope anyway that it will be a, a gen- genuinely helpful resource for uh, those of you who are able to pick it up. Yeah. And so we today we're going to we'll just record a few things and see see what we get and release try and do some pretty regular releases this holiday season for you to have some nice low-key short restless things and i'm sure this will be shorter than it was last time but <laughs> it probably has to be <laughs> yep. maybe it's good there's probably things we said that now we're like okay maybe we shouldn't right you know, put it that way say things this way so today on twitter all day all day today uh was a big everyone was jumping on uh katie kevin DeYoung, president of rts and we are joining together the to- most controversial yeah. figure yeah. in all of reformdom yep. currently as <laughs> as we have we have joined with him before and today again we are here to ride or die with kdy That's so right he wrote an article for world magazine and as we noted earlier it's very interesting that this again fairly kevin DeYoung article that seems pretty gospel coalitiony was on world magazine not the gospel coalition where he is critiquing um, David French by name and a few others who are uh, specifically David French. His most recent article was called Deconstructing White Evangelical Politics. Let me just put it this way, friends. 
if you are a person writing or podcasting and the Restless Podcast notices you starting something with deconstructing, we're attacking it. <laughs> it's just, it's attack worthy. I don't know. You could say that what we're doing is a kind of deconstruction. It, well, I'm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because then I'd have to attack it. Uh, okay. David, in my mind, David. Wait, you, you'd have to, so you'd have to deconstruct it. Is that... <laughs> I would destroy <laughs> David French is, in my mind, his. Uh, his career has not been on an upward trajectory from he used to be a possible presidential candidate um, and it has now kind of degraded down to where he releases writing every Sunday that is basically, yeah, he is he's c- critical of white conservative evangelicalism, right? Obviously, he started this because of their support for Trump and has continued it because he is very critical of anyone who doubts uh, the government protocols for COVID. And so he has, I mean, if if you know who he is, you either like his takes and will be unhappy about our defense here, or you wait each Sunday or Monday morning, whenever you see it, for the cringe-inducing takes of all these people. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I really, I, I've read very few of these uh, articles. I've seen them before. I've, you know, I know people talk about it all the time. I've mostly stayed out of it. Um, because those that I have read have just been so cringeworthy. Yeah. They're just so, and it's it's it just feels over the top. Where it's and it's always the same thing, right? It it always feels like the same attack on the same kinds of people. A really brave take, by the way, to go after white evangelicals who are you know currently the most uh, you know um, kind of in fashion in our society. It's it's really never been cool to be white, and it still isn't, and it's. <laughs> totally okay to do this every week um but kevin DeYoung being the noted controversialist and i would say right when kevin DeYoung is a super controversial figure that is a reflection on the times we live in and not his personality he is the most careful pastoral seminary president bookish dad guy basically possible he is he he totally is it's it is weird that he so often seems to get into to the trouble that he does right and so he is saying things when he says things from a pastoral or theological perspective he is saying things that are so mainstream in the history of christian thinking that it's really just a reflection on how radical a time we live in and so he ends his discussion of this um and this is kind of how he, where he leaves his critique of this kind of constant criticism of white evangelicals. And this is my big complaint with the white evangelical Jeremiah. It has the same head-shaking you people vibe that prompted the deplorables to embrace Trump in the first place. It's one thing to object to an idea or a set of proposition. It's another thing to object to a class of people. Even if French is right, and evangelicals should not have voted for Trump. And evangelicals should not be skeptical about many of the COVID protocols. There is little sympathy for for trying to understand why evangelicals might behave in these ways. There is no persuasion, only pique and annoyance. At risk of seeming biased towards my own profession, I can't help notice that the leading voices decrying the moral bankruptcy of white evangelicalism are not pastors, but professional writers, academics, full-time commentators, and given the natures of these vocations, valuable, honorable vocations, it's easy to produce frequent jermiads against the church rather than produce a positive vision for the church. 
If your natural rhythm is not the whole council of God Sunday after Sunday, but another critique of the church in your inbox on Sunday morning, that should tell you something. The Lord knows there is much to criticize in the church, but I doubt that relentless, unsympathetic, exasperated censure against one specific people is the best way to convince them of your criticism, let alone build them up in Christ. Absolutely obliterated. That's I, that's how I feel about that. That's great. Yeah. I I think it's it's so it becomes so obvious, right? We've and we've said these kinds of things before that when we from flyover country, right, we from uh, not any of these like big name places we are not in the guild we are not near the elite we're not the elite <laughs> right the reason the, the re rest is but we're not even elite adjacent we're no, not even like no, close <laughs> no i right the reason we are able to be as we realize one of the best things we re realized is that we are willing to be kdy's x-man that That's he right. uh he doesn't New often t-shirt we're gonna work on it yeah. after we start some t-shirts at yeah. some point man it was funny when we realized it together uh it was less funny saying it the second time but that's okay <laughs> that that we that what i see is i see the the people that this is kind of going against is in people need of either evangelism or pastoring and not kind of a relentless criticism for things that are totally or that are often in the scope of christian liberty are understandable perspectives right um and the fact that it comes along with kind of a well you for a, a such a respect for worldviews and perspectives and people that are diametral diametrically opposed to things taught right it's just that's why no one takes this seriously yeah yeah it's no it it is uh it is a very pastoral perspective that, yeah, like people can't just get whipped over and over and over again, right? Eventually you have to just like, you got to build people up. You got to help them. Uh, I I do think it kind of a, assumes in a way though that that's what David French is trying to do. I would I don't think David French is writing for like these people he's castigating. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's writing for a very particular kind of elite group of people and those who are like, you know, want to be in on the club in Washington, D.C., right the kinds of people that are they're already in they've made it they're the cool like they're they are the ones that have some cachet within the culture and so like those are the people he's writing for and it is really cool in right. those groups to castigate certain right. other groups specifically the white evangelical usually conservative type people yeah and i think that um we we what what this perspective lacks and which is something i think we've when we've done things badly, when we've talked about evangelicalism and it's not been good, it's because we've lacked gratitude. Yeah. And this is just the perspective on the church and evangelicals without gratitude. Because, right, David French is a white guy. He's a conservative evangelical. Right? This, this is something in need of gratitude. And we need to have gratitude for these people that, of course, they've made sins in the public arena because we all sin everywhere. But these are the people who have largely been salt and light in the United States for the last 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's, it's just a total lack of, of perspective in that, like, because you see some kind of sin and there's real sins. We're not doubting any of that. Right. right? I mean, we, we get it. We see it too. We know right. that there are major issues, major problems. There's major problems with like the political, uh, you know, kind of ideals of a lot of American evangelicalism. Yeah, we we know we're we're with you as far as that goes, 
Um, but the way that you go about these things is not to just castigate and castigate and castigate and to do so without any kind of respect and any kind of gratitude for those who have kind of built up the world that you now get to inhabit. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And so there's also another area where KDY has done something that was beyond the pale. Uh, as I, of course, as he always does. As he always does. <laughs> so he is known, like all big name pastors, to post his ten best books of the year. You can find this from Albert Moeller. Ligon Duncan used to do this. Probably Tim Keller has done this. Kevin DeYoung's known to do this, right? Tim Challies. Everyone, everyone with a give us your ten blog. Best. Yeah. If and you want to share with us, share you know share with us your ten uh, favorite books of the year. Yeah. We would be glad to take a look. I'm I'm actually more interested in our listeners' ten books of the year. Uh, I used to, of course, pretend that I was going to buy and read all of these book, all these forty books that uh, people would. And again, some were quite good, right? Um, but you know that his list was pretty vanilla, except that people noticed he had a um, a biography of Robert E. Lee on his list. And Shocking. That, and that uh, was beyond the pale. Evidently. Biographies, so, they're out now. So, so Pastor Michael, um, I, I think the, the, real, the real thing, if you're an RTS student or if you're a confessional Presbyterian, what you need to see is Southern Presbyterianism is gone. Yeah, it's out. You We're can't. done with that. Yeah, this has already begun. So um, we've talked about this, but uh, you know, any fact, Southern we did moments Presby- ago, we did, we did, <laughs> we did just recently. Uh, as I recall, uh, yeah, you know, uh, there are many uh, Southern Presbyterian theologians, and who are maybe you know, in many ways, the best pre- American Presbyterian theologians, uh, who you can't. Like, you're not supposed to like anymore, right? So, like, you know, guys like Dabney or Thornwell are just out because they're from the South, because they were in support of the Confederacy, uh, because of, you know, various, various reasons. Um, and, yeah, like, did they have some bad takes? Did they did they say some wicked things at times? Well, yeah. Yep. And, uh, like, that is absolutely true. And in the same way that we think about, uh, you know, white evangelicalism. Right. And want to be able to say with like a level head, yeah, there are issues, there are problems, there are things to critique. While at the same time, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for uh, what God has done through them and how it has benefited, uh, you know, uh, those who have come after them. Yeah, uh, you can do that with everybody. the The problem with this is this is you know, I mean, go back to our "Don't Be a Donatist" uh, episode. It's just Donatism. Yeah. It's here is this this rigorous kind of moral approach, moralistic approach to the past. And if anybody, even after they did something good, did something that falls on this list of what we think are the worst of possible sins, then they're out and that's it. There's yeah. no coming back. There's nothing they can do. They are out. And anything that they've done that otherwise could have been seen as good can't be good. Right. So just like the Donatist would say, no, if the priest who baptized you later on denied Christ, then that baptism has no validity. And, and I think... That, that, that is what, if you are a conservative Presbyterian, you need to know. I think for everyone else who maybe is not interested in that, right, they have no ecclesiastical connection or they don't plan on trying to learn theology from Dabney or Thornwell or, you know, many of – I mean, again, quite honestly, the Northern Presbyterians, uh, their views on this would not be any more welcome today. Right. You know, unless they were a radical abolitionist, right? This is – quite honestly 
we are just this is the full closing of the mind because this isn't a this isn't even this this um biography as i noticed in the twitter fights isn't just a full endorsement of everything robert e lee um so what we're saying is you just don't read biographies about this people you can't read this is about, we are yeah. throwing out we have to erase anybody who has ever done anything that is even if it you know even even if these things really are wicked right yeah. and and some you, of them are yeah. right so they, there were bad things done there were evil things done um it doesn't mean that you can't still find some good in someone some interest even yeah. like just that like you find them interesting as a person uh that are they're made in God's image. Yes. And you might say, well, they didn't treat other image bearers the way that they should have. Yep, that's probably true. It's and, probably true in a lot of cases. And I think we should, and I think again, right, we're probably not going to do this over like figures that were, we might, there might be a great deal of unity in calling evil like Hitler. But right, that there is a, this, this is, I don't know, it is just a concern for me, which is why we are here sponsored by the new book deacon of god rider dying god. with kdy today and so uh yeah come at us and kdy you're welcome to come on the show but we know we know you're listening but no you can't reference wrestling that's right but if you want to just shoot us an email yep. with all these people you want us to go after we will be your axemen just let us know david french if you want to revamp your career starting on restless uh come on come, come on, on the show if you want to write an article about us oh man yeah that'd please. be great just a link uh to the to the itunes please <laughs> just put the link in yep that'd be helpful all right hey hope you enjoyed our first free flowing day of the 12 days of restless you can look forward to more conversations like these tomorrow